Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range, or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. Hi, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you today, especially because it has been a while since I've given or done a growth spurt. The truth is, is I have had several growth spurts um, ideas all planned out, actually many, at least two a month, and I have not been able to get to them because we're just in survival mode over here, my friends, and I'm sure most of you are too. <laughs> so I know you can relate. I'll share more about what's been going on in our last episode this month, which is a Dear Progressor episode. And I always have a segment there where I share what's happening in our lives. So I will share more there. And, and speaking of which, I would love for you to submit a Dear Progressor note. We are only doing a Dear Progressor episode once a quarter. And this is where you submit a note to your fellow progressors. You share what you have learned from the show 
or what life has taught you that is related to the things we discuss here on the show. And it really is people's favorite episodes because we get to hear from real women applying what they learn and and how they learn in their own lives in real ways. I have a prompt for you if that helps. And it's more related to this theme that we're we're covering this month of honoring your body. And the prompt is, and again, it's optional, I know I am more than a body because, and tell us how you know that. What experiences have taught you that? How have you anchored into your true identity outside of your, your body? Anything that comes up for you. I cannot wait for you to share. You can do that by recording a voice note on your phone on a voice memo app. Every single phone has a voice memo app. And then you email it to me at about hello at aboutprogress.com. That's hello at aboutprogress.com. I also have a Google voicemail set up for you. You can find that number by going to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. And that will also give instructions for how to submit your voice note through that voice memo. So again, aboutprogress.com slash be on the show. Let me tell you briefly what I'm going to be talking about in this episode by setting the scene. Um, I have worked with many women for years in my own coaching program called the Progress Program. And one of the things that surprised me early on was just how much health struggles were interfering with women's identity, their sense of fulfillment, of belonging to themselves, of being able to show up in the ways they wanted to, of working on habits in the way they wanted to. And of course, that seems like an obvious obstacle, but it did shock me in the beginning because while I have had you know, many health struggles in my life, none of them have been long-term debilitating like many of the women in this community. Maybe that's you, or maybe you are dealing with a recent injury to your body or an illness or something with your, your gut, like maybe an intolerance that's come up. And regardless of where you are on the spectrum of having a health struggle, because we don't have to compete about what qualifies as a health struggle, regardless of where you are on the spectrum, I want you to just honor that it's a little bit of a bummer to a lot of a bummer to not being able to show up in the ways that you even want to. For example, one of my sisters can't even eat tomatoes. Like there are things like this that come up, right? So if that's the case for you, no matter where you are at on that spectrum, is today I'm going to talk about three tips I have for you on how to still honor your body through these health struggles. The first thing I want to talk about is with dietary restrictions, and I'm sure you were not expecting that. <laughs> and and still, you know, bear with me. This again, this all comes down to what is necessary. Earlier this week, we talked about how to ditch diets for good with Ashton Barrett, and I really loved that discussion. You're also going to have more intuitive eating um, episodes coming your way, and that is clearly a, something that we value in this community, and we reach for, and we want. But many women cannot eat intuitively in terms of they can't eat even the quote unquote nutritious foods they want because of some dietary restrictions they have, whether it's with intolerances or food sensitivities or autoimmune disorders. And it's a bummer because they want to be able to even apply what they're learning here, but it feels like they are outside of even the parameters we're putting here. And and first, just so you know, really dig into into, into sorry, dig into intuitive eating a little bit more because the truth is is it does make space for these things too. If you're still thinking that intuitive eating means that you're out of control or you just do everything um and you don't regard the restrictions that you have to have for whatever reason, um no, dig into it more because there is space for that. 
But again, there are women who have struggled with this and they come to me saying like, well, okay, I do want to honor and listen to my body, but here are the health struggles that I am facing that require me to eat in these ways. How do I still make peace with this, Monica? How can I still honor my body and be more than my body while also knowing that I am restricted in these ways? The This is what I want to share with you about that. Um, you know, I had to have a very restricted way of eating when my oldest was born. I was breastfeeding her and she had some big tummy and skin issues that it was really apparent were related to food sensitivity. So I had to go off a long list of food because I was breastfeeding her and also because I think we tried a few formulas and they still made her react in the ways that we were worried about. Anyway, I did that for almost 14 months, a little over a year. So not for years and years, like many of you have to do. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because I was worried going into this. Because of my eating disorder past, my all or nothing pendulum swing tendencies, I worried first that if I had to eat this way for her, this such a restricted way, and it was, it was very restricted and it was hard. I worried that it would get me back into the spiraling down into being so controlling of what I ate in ways that were really scary for me. And then I also worried that when I was able to stop eating that way because I stopped breastfeeding, that I would then be out of control and go back to binge eating ways. Both of those were types of eating disorders I dealt with, both anorexia and binge eating. So I was absolutely shocked shocked by my own experience in this because while I was being very restricted, it was for a purpose. It was for the health of my daughter and her body. And when I was able to go back to my normal way of eating, I found myself similarly at peace and in my own control because I, again, had just been doing it for my my daughter's health for honoring her body. The biggest element that was removed from both of those equations was shame. I wasn't doing this restricted way of eating out of shame and out of guilt and out of shoulds. I was doing it because I wanted to. Same thing with going back to normal eating. It wasn't out of shame. It was because I wanted to and I was ready to and my daughter was ready for me to. Shame was removed from that equation. I bring this up because no matter what you are facing in terms of if you're, if what you are eating does need to be restricted, this could be the way that you think of it. To remove the shame about falling on and off a wagon, for starters. And the second thing is, is to apply your agency to it. Do you want this for the better good of honoring your body for how you know it will help your body be able to perform at its best because of the the needs that it has. Again, this is for necessary food restrictions, right? So this has been something that has actually helped many of my clients to be able to change the way they view it. One, to remove shame from whatever choices they end up making, and also to go back to their own agency, to choose what they actually want. Maybe in the moment they want certain things, but thinking about what they deeply want and how they want to honor their bodies in the way they need. So I hope that can help you. 
The second two tips I have for you do not have to do with dietary restrictions. They're more about health struggles in general. Again, many women in this community struggle with ways that their bodies place limitations on their abilities to show up in the ways they want to, whether that's going for a simple walk around the block or doing a hike outside that they want or having the energy to do chores around the house or do schoolwork or show up to work well. This is something that we need to honor. We need to honor that this is part of your path. And here are two ways that I've been able to help women work through this. I am clearly not, like I women come to me for identity, personal fulfillment and habits. That's what I coach on. I'm not a nutritionist or a therapist. I'm always clear about my own divide. If there's anyone who comes to me that it's clear I cannot help them, then I absolutely recommend therapy in those very specific ways. So I just want to make sure that's really clear as a disclaimer. But here are two uh, form, you know, other tips that I can share with you that have helped the women in the areas that I coach in still be able to navigate honoring their body while also overcoming the sadness that they have, that their body is interfering with what they want um, and, and their own personal growth, how it can be an obstacle to that personal growth. The first of these last two tips I want to share with you is to insert meaning and purpose into your struggles. This comes from Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Meaning. He is or was an amazing psychotherapist who was also a Holocaust survivor himself. And he dedicated his entire life to helping people overcome the trauma traumas and the sufferings that they had in their lives, and as well as his own, his own sufferings and traumas that he went through. And he found in his decades of research and work that the best way to navigate trials and sufferings and struggles and trauma, the best thing that he saw help people was to insert meaning and purpose to their struggle. This is where you can think of how your your health struggles are benefiting you in ways that are not easily seen, but can be really life-changing when fully recognized. Whether that's you having an increase in empathy for others, maybe that it's inspired humility in you, that you've learned how to ask for help. Maybe that it's been a way for you to create community with other people who are struggling those same ways. When you're able to find a purpose to your struggles, it transforms the struggles. It really does. So that's the the second tip overall that I want to share with you is to insert meaning and purpose to your pain. And of course, I get help too, right? And the third and final tip for you is is something that we've heard discussed this month with Dr. Anna Packard. And this is something that I've also talked about in my community with the woman I've worked with for years is the need to have a clear identity. And identity is knowing who you are and what matters to you. And this is something that you can still hold on to even within the health struggles that you are facing and the limitations that they might be bringing into your life. Who do I want to be within this health struggle? What can matter to me even within this health struggle? Can I still be a woman who loves people who is curious, who is funny, you know, thinking of those things and how you can still be who you want to be, maybe in different ways, ways that you didn't want, of course, but still show up as you. 
This is a psychological term called differentiation. This is where you know who you are. And usually they talk about differentiation in terms of relationships, like you must be differentiated from your spouse or your best friend or your church community, meaning you have to be your own true identity, your truest self. And 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 within that, those relations show up as yourself. Does that make sense? Um, and it's the same with your relationship with your body. Dr. Anna Packer talked about that earlier this month. Being able to see your body as separate from you, and that you are your own, that you are your true self outside of your body, helps you view your body in different ways because it's now something that you can work in partnership with instead of trying to control or be in competition with. You're able to see it as separate from you, which allows you to have more gratitude and compassion towards it and being able to work with your body instead of at odds with it. To be able to honor, this is what I can tell you need today. Even though I don't want to do that, I can do that for you because this is still who I am and this is how I am choosing to show up to the struggle and to still honor my body and to help my body get through it. Okay, those are my three tips. Let's refresh them. Hopefully I can remember off the top of my head. The first was to take back your agency in terms of dietary restrictions. Decide for yourself what you want to choose, as well as removing the shame from the ways that you need to eat. It needs to be about your choice and not about the shame. The second tip was to insert meaning and purpose into your health struggles. And the final tip was to be able to differentiate your identity from your body. I so hope this was helpful for you. It's been fun to return here in this way, and I hope to have many more messy growth spurts coming your way. I hope that you are are learning in ways that are serving you and helping you better honor your body and thereby honoring yourself. If you want more guidance on how to find yourself again, to uncover your identity, separate from your body, join my foundational course for about progress, finding me. And that is what I help you do in that six week course. You can find that by going to aboutprogress.com slash finding me. Please don't forget to submit your dear progressor note. I cannot wait to hear from you. Go and do something with what you learned today. And remember life is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.